for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. John Smizer. It's good to be with you again today. And as we're looking into God's Word and we're living life together, it's an area where we want to truly see how God is speaking through His Word. Particularly today, we're looking into the book of Jeremiah, one of his prophets, one of the major prophets. And I uh, look forward to what he's going to say to us today. The issue being, along the way, I have played golf in my life. I don't know if many of you have. Uh, there's something called a mulligan in life for the golfer. It's when he duffs the ball, or in some way he kind of uh, doesn't do what he had hoped he would do. He will call a mulligan, and they'll have a, a do-over. And in life, we have do-overs. One of the do-overs is New Year's. When we're, when we're New Year's Eve, there's a great opportunity to say all the things of the past are behind us. And now we're going to move into a new year, and we'll see what's going to happen. Now, for this year, it's been quite an, uh, quite an idea that the uh, pandemic has been all over the place. And it's truly changed all of the resolutions we might have had at the beginning of the year. But it's still a time when each day there's a do-over for us. And as we look at God's Word today, we want to see how God is going to uh, touch the nation of Israel and allow a do-over to take place in, in their lives. Today, it's a joy to be with you. It's a little warm here in uh, Southern California, but that's okay, because uh, the warmth of God is going to encourage us and guide us today. Jeremiah chapter 31, verses 31 through 40. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the covenant I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand to lead them out of Egypt, because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God, and they will be my people. No longer will they teach their neighbor or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. This is what the Lord says, He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease being a nation before me. This is what the Lord says. 
Only if the heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth below be searched out will I reject all the descendants of Israel because of all they have done, declares the Lord. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when this city will be rebuilt for me from the tower of Hananel to the corner gate. The measuring line will stretch from there straight to the hill of Gareb and then turn to Goa. The whole valley where dead bodies and ashes are thrown and all the terraces out to the Kidron Valley on the east as far as the corner of the horse gate will be holy to the Lord. The city will never again be uprooted or demolished. Jeremiah 31 today. We'll be looking at verse 31 and going through this section together. Jeremiah, as I said, was one of the major prophets in there's been a lot of um, things happening to the nation of Israel. And Jeremiah is recording uh, how God is going to work in their lives from this point on. And in our first verse here of our section, Jeremiah 31, 31, it says, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. That's got to be exciting, that there's going to be a mulligan. There's going to be a, a do-over. You know, there, there's going to start afresh and anew. And he goes on and he, he talks about how the fathers or the, those who had received the first covenant. And, and you know the first covenant was written in stone. Moses brought it down from the mount and he gave it to Israel. And they have struggled for all of their existence from the time at Mount Sinai with Moses until the present time, trying to fulfill the law, but they didn't do it with a whole heart. They turned their backs on the Lord. And we're going to see this as we read through this portion today. In uh, verse 33, it says, This is the covenant I will make with the people of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. There's going to be no writing it on stone tablets anymore. No, it's going to be on the heart of the Israelite so that they'll know what God is wanting of them. They're going to know what he'll expect from them. And He's. it's not going to be a question. It's not going to be a struggle. Now it goes on in verse 34, no longer will they teach their neighbors or say to one another, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. That's the second part of this covenant. The first part being that he's going to write it on their hearts and in their minds. But the second part is going to be there's forgiveness coming in this new covenant. Now you've already guessed, I'm sure, that this new covenant is truly going to be fulfilled through the person of Jesus Christ, the one who's going to send the comforter, the Holy Spirit, to indwell and teach us all that he wants us to know, but is also going to be the one who will provide that forgiveness. Now I want to jump over, if I may, just over to verse 38. Where it says, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when this city will be rebuilt for me, 
from the Tower of Handon to the corner of the gate. There's going to be a new Jerusalem out of this new covenant. You recognize that this is, uh, in many ways, seen in Revelation chapters uh, 21, 22, where, where there's going to be a new Jerusalem that will come down from heaven. And in these areas, Jer Jeremiah is prophesying, and he's talking about and letting the children of Israel know that God's not done with them as they go into captivity, as they go into bondage for a period of time, there's going to be a new covenant. Another group will be offered another direction. Now, down here in verse 35, it says, This is what the Lord says. He who appoints the sun to shine by day, who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar, the Lord Almighty is his name. This is something we need to remember. It was found in the book of Habakkuk. When Habakkuk sees all of this turmoil that's coming, he understands that God is the one who shakes the earth, who shapes the earth, who guides all that we do. And the disciples, if you remember, as they were in the ships and the Sea of Galilee would toss them to and fro, they would cry out and look for that help and understanding of, of how are they going to be saved. Well, Christ is that Savior. For Christ was, let me read it again here, the one, he who appoints the sun to shine by day, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And it was through the word that all things were created, the heavens, the sun, the moon, who decrees that the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar, the, all, the Lord Almighty is his name. And that's where we need to recognize in turmoil or when we're concerned with situations, who is it that can save us? Who's the one that's going to be there for us? It's going to be the Lord God Almighty, the one who created all things, who gave to us all things that we have need of. And in these passages, what a great promise the Israelites are finding that there's going to be a new covenant, not like the old covenant, but a new covenant with their Savior. I want to offer you today a mulligan or a do-over, however you want to look at it. If your life is in a situation where you're struggling, where you're wondering who's in control, who is it that's going to be guiding my life, Almighty God is the one who offers. And today I would invite you, if you've never done it before, admit that you need a Savior. Believe that Jesus is that Savior and choose to follow him in all ways. If you've done that before, wonderful. But it's something I do regularly, knowing that even in the middle of the day when I'm driving on the freeway and I can't believe what the drivers are doing all around me, I need to recognize that God is the one who will accomplish things. And he will do things that... 
I could never imagine could be done because he's the one who created the universe. He's the one who will give me every day a new beginning. I want to offer that to you today. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a loving God and a gracious God who guides us in every way. That in our circumstances, when we feel overwhelmed, when we feel like we cannot go on any further, that you are the one who will establish in our lives a new beginning. Father, you've said through Paul, forgetting what lies behind. Let us press on to the upward calling. And Lord, that's our desire today, to go further and in that upward calling that you've given to us. Bless and guide each of us this day in your precious and holy name. Amen. Sing your soul, let your heart go and step in and close up. Sing your